Hello, I'm Michael L. Harris, and this is Midwest Entertainment Review, a place where I share my unplugged thoughts about the entertainment that I've seen throughout the Midwest with a concentration on Northern Indiana. I had a really great opportunity last night to learn more about the women's suffrage movement by attending a presentation sponsored by the Syracuse Wawasee Chautauqua. In this highly charged world that we find ourselves today, I think that there is much that we can learn about the events that took place a century ago. Like today, during the suffrage movement, change did not come easily, and there were divided opinions about what change needed to occur, or even if there was a need for change. And this division was prevalent even within the movement itself. Ball State mapmaker Melissa Gentry gave an excellent hour-plus presentation about the movement and the Indiana women who were involved both within Indiana and nationally, and who were pivotal in creating the change. But what was most fascinating were the many stories about women who were lesser or even unknown, but who worked tirelessly to create change. At the same time they were working to create this change, there was a flu epidemic that they were battling, and it was almost eerie when I saw the masks that they were wearing. If it weren't for the clothing, you would have thought they were pictures from today's newspapers. Like today, they also marched on Washington and were attacked and even beaten by the peacekeepers. But we're not going to get political here. While the papers reported there were only 13 people representing the state of Indiana at the Washington March, there were, at the same time, on the same day, 500 women marching on Indianapolis and the State House. Indiana was well represented in the national affairs of the women's movement, as well as in state affairs. Miss Gentry has created a website about the women's suffrage movement, and it will, when finished, contain not only maps, but also many other media features that will be available for those who wish to learn more about the suffrage movement, including students teachers, and researchers. Actual physical maps are also available at no charge to teachers and educators by contacting Melissa Gentry at Ball State. Just Google her name and Ball State to find her email. When teachers request maps for their specific area, Miss Gentry can customize those maps and include women from their area who were active in the movement, thus helping students relate to history with a specific connection to their hometown and the local women who added their voice to the fight for women's right to vote. Also fascinating were the number of African-American women who were involved in the movement. Miss Gentry continues to seek out stories about all women that were involved in the women's movement. Stories about your ancestors and lesser-known women that may exist but have been forgotten. You can submit those stories to her or whatever information you have, and she'll conduct additional research as necessary. Following the presentation, I was able to conduct a brief interview with Miss Gentry. I apologize in advance for the sound quality. There were a number of electronics and air conditioning units making noise in the background. I'm here with uh, Melissa Gentry, is that right? Yes. For Ball State, and uh, what's your, what do you do at Ball State then? I'm the super, supervisor of the math library. Okay, and you've just given a presentation about uh, women's suffrage in Indiana. What is it you find most uh, exciting about, or most interesting about women's suffrage in Indiana? I just, it's just an, uh, a hidden story kind of. I'm trying to find the women that you don't hear about. When you do study women's history, you always seem to hear the same names over and over again. So I'm trying to find some of the new names of undiscovered women and document them and, and, and create something about them. Like I want to create a web page or a documentary or maybe even a book, something, so we can learn more about the women that were kind of hidden heroes of suffrage. Right. So what do you think that most people don't really know about suffrage? particularly in Indiana. I think the biggest thing that I've learned doing research is I think a lot of people today thought, oh, it was inevitable that they were going to get it. And it really wasn't. There was never any sign that it was inevitable. And there was there were always setbacks and it was really frustrating. Even in researching it, you get frustrated because they'll 
take two steps forward and three steps back. So that's the thing I think a lot of people think, oh, well, sure, it was going to come eventually, but it really wasn't ever that inevitable. So I think that's the most surprising thing. And what do you think we could learn from to, or today from uh, studying women's suffrage? The thing that I think is inspiring is the camaraderie that they had working together. Even when they were on op polar opposites and their ideas of how to gain suffrage, they still worked together. And I think that's kind of inspiring, especially today, as divisive our, as we are today. So. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. The Syracuse Wawasee Chautauqua continues its 100th anniversary commemoration of the passage of the 19th Amendment with an ice cream social at the Syracuse Lakeside Park. It's to be attended by Indiana State Representative Jackie Walorski, though only briefly, I understand. The event will take place on Saturday, August 29th at 11.30 a.m. The Chautauqua will conclude their commemoration with another presentation by Marsha Miller. It's entitled, Hoosier Suffragettes Who Raised a Ruckus. The program will include costumes and songs from the era, and it will be at the Syracuse Community Center on September 5th, beginning at 2 p.m. The Chautauqua will also host several programs about local Native American lore, a fall Wawasee cruise, and old-fashioned Christmas. Check the Chautauqua Wawasee Facebook page for updates. Also of interest to anyone wanting to learn more about the women's suffrage movement is a video presentation sponsored by Premier Arts at the Lerner Theater in Alcart. The presentation is available on the Premier Arts YouTube page and is free. Check your local historical society, your local library, or chamber of commerce for events related to the commemoration of women's suffrage in your area. I'll let you know more about Midwestern events as they become available to me. If you have specific questions about area entertainment, or if you're a venue owner and would like me to review a specific show, you can contact me, Michael L. Harris, by email at sastunmedia at gmail.com. That's S-U-S-T-A-N-M-E-D-I-A at gmail.com. To help offset the cost of this production, we gladly accept tips and donations. Just go to sastoonmedia.com, click on the podcast tab, and follow the Help Support This Project button to contribute. Michael L. Harris is a proud member of SAG-AFTRA, and this podcast is produced under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Original music for this program was written, recorded, and produced by Mark McPeak. The opinions expressed herein are just that, opinions. They are the observations of Michael L. Harris at the time of production, not definitive and not intended to offend or demean any person, production, or venue mentioned herein, and they're subject to change. This program is the property of Sastune Media and MLH Media LLC, copyright 2020, all rights reserved.